Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi everyone, how are you? I love that music. I love my introduction. Thank you so much, Dan. This is Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. I'm so excited that you're back. Here we are for the next episode. You guys are so awesome and all your support is what really keeps me going. Remember, this is a movement to share good news and we are growing every single week. So welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 19. I'm not sure how we got here, but we did. We did it together. And we have an amazing guest that is truly going to inspire all of us because she inspires me every single day. She is my friend and fellow clean beauty boss. Please welcome managing director from Beauty Counter, Aisha Dolly. Welcome to the podcast, Aisha. Thank you so much for having me. You're one of my very favorite people in the world, and I'm just so honored to be here. Oh, you're the best. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we got to collaborate and do this together. It's so much fun. So tell us a little bit about you and your family. I know you're, I know you're in Minnesota right now, and I know you're probably busy juggling your twins, your boy-girl twins, but tell us a little bit about yourself and your family in Minnesota. Yes, I am a Minnesota girl through and through. Um, my twins are, as you said, boy, girl, and they are 12, soon to be 13 in November. They just started middle school, seventh grade, so a really exciting time for our family. Lots of changes. And um, yeah, I'm doing the typical mom thing today. I already had a soccer game at 7.30 this morning in the freezing cold. And uh, we're between games right now, and I'm squeezing in time to talk to you. And I have an awesome husband who is out of town practicing music with his buddies. He's in a band. Um, he's an engineer by day, and he's a musician. he was a musician many years ago, and they're kind of getting back together to do some stuff. So he's away practicing this weekend. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I didn't even know that about him. That's so cute. And you're like, you're like a groupie. You're going to be like the band girl. <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. Well, tell him good well, job. I love that he's going back to something that he loves. That's so cool, right? Yes. Yeah, they're doing a show for their 30th anniversary in December in Milwaukee, where they're all from. So it is kind of fun that he gets to revisit those days. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's so awesome. Well, yeah. so take us back a little bit. We obviously met through Beauty Counter. And luckily for me, I kind of hit it out of the had it hit the jackpot because I got seated next to you at one of those very fancy dinners on one of those very fancy trips that we get spoiled. We get very spoiled with Beauty Counter. They take us on these amazing trips. I'm sure you've all seen them on Instagram, on my feed. But Aisha and I got seated next to each other, and I really think I lucked out. It was like meant to be. And I just think that it's one of those things, and you know, I wanted to get your thoughts, but isn't that sort of one of your favorite things about beauty counter and this amazing company is the friendships that you develop along the way. Don't you think? I, I absolutely agree a hundred percent. It's like the icing on the cake that none of us expected. And now we couldn't imagine ourselves living without, um, we all joined forces with beauty counter because we believe in the cause and we believe in the mission and we probably are in love with the products, but what we didn't expect to come out of it was all of these fabulous friendships and, yeah, all these trips are great too, right? Oh my people gosh, see, I know. People see my pictures on social media and they're like, what are you doing? Like these trips look, look so, these trips look so luxurious. And I, you know, we're going to places that we never would have gone before. I so, know, we're so lucky. I, 
I was so lucky to sit by you. Oh, well, thank you. It was one of those things where I just knew as soon as I sat down and you were there, I was like, yes. Oh my gosh, this is so great. So let's dive into your story a little bit, because this is why we're here. I want to dive into your incredible story. Um, Let's, your story sort of starts when, you know, we're talking about skin, right? Let's talk about your skin because that's kind of where your story begins. You and I have both had a lot of skin issues. We both really love our dermatologists, right? So what what happened with you a few years ago was back, I think it was 2009, you said, when your dermatologist found something suspicious, right? Yes. So it was five years before I even had discovered Beauty Counter, before Beauty Counter even existed. Um, I have very fair skin. Mole removals have been a regular thing for me. I've always had lots of freckles and I'm half Irish. And so I've, um, I was in for my regular check and my dermatologist saw, like you said, something suspicious and took one off of my upper right section of my forehead and called me the next Monday to tell me that it was a melanoma. And they had me in surgery that Friday. So it was really, really scary. And they ended up also removing two lymph nodes in front of my ear. What I learned was that every every melanoma leads to a lymph node or nodes. And so they put some dye in you and and took out the lymph nodes that this one led to. And thankfully, it hadn't gone gone into the lymph nodes. So they took those out as a preventive measure. But um, it was pretty scary. And then, you know, fast forward a few years later, five years when I was cured and in the clear, my friend Michelle had introduced me to Beauty Counter and to Beauty Counter's Never List. And I remember seeing an ingredient on that list that uh, said it was commonly commonly found in skin lightening creams. And I had actually been using a skin lightening cream to lighten up all these sunspots from all the sun damage that I'd had. And I ran upstairs to my cabinet, pulled it out, flipped it over, and sure enough, that ingredient was the, the number one active ingredient. So you know, to sit there and realize that I'm rubbing a product that contains an ingredient that's linked to cancer on the area of my face where I had already had cancer was a pretty profound moment for me. And so I began kind of sharing what I had learned with others. Like, did you know that this is a virtually unregulated market in the United States? Did you know that here it's legal to have these types of ingredients in our products? And one thing led to another, and I started using using Beauty Counter products, and um, it kind of started from there. Mm. Well, the good news is, like you said, you're healthy now, and you're here. You're you're here to remind all of us to go get our skin checked, right? Right. Because absolutely. you know the melanoma that, that's it's no joke, and luckily you caught it, and you know you're here to talk about it, which is so great. So your melanoma journey is what led you to Beauty Counter, and let's give a shout out to Michelle Skinner. Who, yes. who introduced you to Beauty Counter. Um, we love her so much. And so you, you joined Beauty Counter, but you already had a full-time job, right? You had, first of all, you, you had kids, you had your twins. So that alone is like a huge job. But then you had this full-time job. You were working in advertising sales. You'd had a really long career with advertising sales. So you start with Beauty Counter as a side gig, right? That was just going to be sort of your part-time thing. Is that how you sort of started off? Yeah, I mean to be quite candid, I wasn't I wasn't looking for anything like beauty counter at all. I didn't need extra money. I didn't have any extra time. I had no desire to help anyone with their skin. 
I didn't want to do the cliche home parties or anything like that. It was really um, this news that I had learned that I couldn't quite shake. And it was this information that I felt empowered and, and obligated to share. But yes, I had a 20-year career in advertising sales. I have two college degrees. I've always been very driven, a career woman through and through. So it was never even, you know, my life is full. It's very busy. And on top of all of that, I work out and I have lots of friends and I'm just a really busy gal. I know. And I know all, I know all of us feel that way. And mm-hmm. everybody is busy. Just everybody's busy in different ways. Right. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it just started out as a little side hustle. Right. To, to educate. It was more like Beauty Counter found you and you, you felt yes. compelled to share what you had learned, which is so great. I love that about you because you're such a good person that you're looking out for others. So, but quickly you start to have some success with Beauty Counter, even though it was just your side gig. And obviously it's because you're such a superstar at everything you do that your business started to take off even though you were working full time, you know, in a corporate job in advertising sales. And mm-hmm. so when was it some sort of did you have this light bulb moment at some at some point and you thought to yourself, maybe beauty counter could be my full time job and I could give up this corporate life and working in a cubicle and working for another boss. Mm-hmm. Did you have some sort of light bulb moment when you started to have success with beauty counter? I did have a light bulb moment and it's going to sound really cheesy and cliche, but it's the honest truth. And it was, you know, I was convinced to, I didn't want to go to the convention, right? With Beauty Counter, it's called Leadership Summit. And um, I had joined in June of 2014 and this convention, Leadership Summit was February, I believe of 2015 in Mm -hmm. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'll be candid with you again. I, with with having so, so little time, it isn't high on my priority list to to spend a weekend out of town with people that aren't my quote unquote real friends and go do this thing for my little side hustle, go invest money and take time away from my kids and family when I don't get to see them enough as it is to go to this convention where they're going to want you to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Right. But I, I was convinced to go and I went. Oh my gosh. There you, you were, you got on the airplane, you went, I got on the airplane And, um, what it really was, was more education. And it wasn't just about beauty counter. It was about, you know, removing the toxins from your home in general. I learned things like, you know, switching out your vinyl shower curtain liner to a fabric shower curtain liner, getting rid of your nonstick cookware, removing your shoes at the door, eliminating synthetic fragrance. We learned so much that weekend that I felt like I was in a burst and I went home at the end of the weekend and my husband said, how was it? And I, I said, well, I didn't drink the Kool-Aid. Um, and other people have heard me give this analogy, but I, I said, I did drink the organic non-GMO green smoothie. Oh my gosh, like, I love that. Yes. It, it really is true. I mean, I'm like, this company is the real deal. Yeah, it is. And so that's when I started to realize, okay, not only is it the real deal, and they're actually going to Washington to advocate for change, but I'm, I have the opportunity to get in at this ground floor level and maybe it could grow. Maybe this could turn into something. And I still felt like it was a little far, far-fetched, but it was that weekend mm-hmm. that kind of introduced, planted that seed for me. Yep. Light bulb moment. We all have those, right? That's amazing. Yep. So yeah. you're so brave that you were, that you were even thinking about all this, right? Cause it is probably, pre- it was probably pretty scary, 
But yeah. fast forward, and then all of us were cheering for you when we did hear the good news. And I actually, even though it's Nina's got good news, this is actually Aisha's <laughs> amazing news that you decided that you could do it and that you left your the corporate world after 20 years of working in advertising sales. You left behind the cubicle. You left behind the boss who was telling you what to do and when to do it. So inspirational, right? So all of a sudden, we're all cheering you on because all of a sudden there was this video that popped up on my Facebook feed and it was you announcing to everyone that you had done it. You had hit the top level at Beauty Counter and you had said goodbye to your corporate job. How did that feel? I mean, that was so inspirational. I'm sure it was so emotional for you too, but what what a true testament to you and your hard work, right? But just amazing. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh gosh. I mean, it was January of this past year. So this didn't happen overnight. It was, you know, I had to work consistently and passionately. Um, I just had to work really hard for four and a half years juggling this with my full-time job. But the way that it felt was, you know, the inside scoop on that is that I'm not actually a risk taker. I am not a risk taker whatsoever, but I am very driven. This was the biggest risk that I've ever taken in my life to walk away from the safety and security of my corporate job that I could always rely on. I knew the people there. I trusted them. I got paid well. I mean, it was was a great job. I left a a multi-six-figure career to do this, and I had to take a pay cut initially, but I've already matched where I was, and soon I will exceed where I was in my corporate job. Um, So the the feeling that I have is that I still can't believe it, Nina, actually. I mean, there are still days where I'm pinching myself. Uh, There are mornings where I I bring our new puppy Donna to the dog park and I'm like, am I really going to the dog park on a weekday morning at 10 a.m. right now? You are. Yeah, you are. It's happening. Yes. Right. I'm not in the cubicle. I'm not fighting the commute. I'm not rationing vacation days. I'm taking long weekends with my family. I'm doing all the things and it's not been all rosy, but it is. It's been a dream come true. hundred percent. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And my family's happier and I'm happier. Yeah, I'm sure your kids are just so happy to have mommy, right? Have their mom. I know there's something so nice about that. Yep. It's, it's It's mom, not a nanny. And they absolutely love it. And I just, it's given, it's restored my faith that dreams really can come true, which, you know, I just, I'm like, I never thought this could really happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had people in my upline that were telling me that it could, but I'm like, I don't know if they know, you know, how successful my career is. Or right. I don't know if yeah. Really I mean, yeah, you were, you were sort of a rock star. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if they yeah. understand what it takes. Like, yeah. Yeah. But well, anyway. I'm so proud of you. It's, it's just so such a great story, but let's talk about if people aren't in the beauty counter world that might be listening, what sort of advice yeah. do you tell people just in general who are in corporate jobs, you know, sort of quote unquote working for the man and they feel mm-hmm. stuck. I mean, there's so many people that are always telling me they feel stuck, but they have a dream of maybe doing something else, maybe something better, but they're so scared. You know, like you said, you're not a risk taker. So they're scared. They're nervous. They're too scared to do to do anything about it. But what sort of advice do you tell them? What do you tell them? Do you say, go for it? Do you say, enter at your own risk? Or what do you say to them? That's a great question because no one, none of those people are going to leave their job. They probably can't do that financially, right? 
So they're not just going to leave and like, oh, I'm going to take a leap of faith and follow my dreams. And I'm going to, you know, start a band or sell my pottery, you know, whatever it is. They're not going to do that and just cut, cut ties all together and do their new thing full time. So my advice to them would be dabble in some things on the side. Mm-hmm. That's side hustle. Side hustle. Yeah. Yep. And a side hustle is job security because you're building up this nice little thing on the side. So what if something did happen at your real job? What if they cut your commissions or your salary or what if you've got laid off or whatever? You're kind of building up this little thing on the side that could be good job security, but you're also fueling a passion, which does so much for your attitude and your soul and your your mood day to day. And it, it, it just fills you and everybody needs something like that. Yeah. It's and like a I, passion I, project, right? Yeah. Yes. And I really, it was something that I didn't know I was missing until it, it, I started getting into it more. I'm like, wow, what I ended up loving more than anything was not only the education, but mentoring the gals on my team mm-hmm. and like helping, helping them, them, helping them. Helping yeah. Them succeed. And yep. like, wow, I'm, I'm making them happy too. I know. Like, this is so, so good all yes, around. Yes, I know. Yeah. It's so, so good. don't be afraid to dabble in the side hustle. Yeah, I like that. Yep, I yeah. love that. Okay, now speaking of being brave and taking risks, right? Um, I just want to talk a little bit about last spring in Minneapolis. You talked earlier that we call our convention Leadership Summit. So last spring in Minneapolis, your home city, There are 4,000 people in the big room in May at the Beauty Counter Leadership Summit, the the big convention, and you are chosen to be the keynote speaker. The entire of the entire convention, you are chosen to be the keynote speaker. You're handpicked. Tell us a little bit about that. Like how nerve wracking was that getting up there in front of all those people sharing your incredible story? It was so inspiring to be in the audience and listening to you, but I'm sure behind the scenes, right? You're not a public speaker. You're not used to this. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure you were super nervous, but tell us a little bit about that experience. This is so cool to share this side of it because it isn't a side that of the story that many people have gotten to hear. Um, So I retired in January from my career. On February, we went on a trip to Mexico, my husband and I, with a bunch of friends. It was couples only, no kids. And I got a text from Gina Murphy, our chief revenue officer, during that trip, um, asking if I would be the keynote speaker. I was at that moment sitting alone with my husband. And I about fell off my chair. And I showed him the text. And he goes, you better say yes. (laughs) And say you're all in. And of course, I was going to do that. And I did. I texted her back and said, I'm all in. Thank you so much. I'm so honored. But inside, I was terrified. Public speaking has actually been one of my biggest fears my entire life. I've never enjoyed it. It's something that I know I need to get better at because it kind of affects everything in your professional life. There are so many times when you're asked to speak to groups. And um, so that was crazy. But anyway, they flew me out to Santa Monica to headquarters and had me work with a graphic designer and a speech writer and all this stuff. So it was really a cool experience. And from February until Leadership Summit in May, my life was kind of all about the speech. And what I did to prepare for it is really I, I, I read that speech every day from February till May. Every single day I read it once. I love that. I, Good pr- I, practice makes perfect, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was okay in the rehearsals. I was okay 
you know, all the different times that I read it and shared it with people. Um, but when I walked into the Minneapolis Convention Center for those rehearsals, that's when I kind of freaked out a little bit because the size of that room was like a rock concert. And <laughs> I felt it, like it was, be, yeah. You two should be playing there or something. And I'm like, holy buckets. Oh my God. They're all here to listen to you. Yeah. Yes. And it was scary. It was really, really scary. But I knew the material so well. And mm -hmm. there were teleprompters. And because of the bright lights, I could only see the first few rows, which made it feel very intimate. And I think that was a saving grace for me because I just felt like I was speaking to this small group of people. And a lot of the faces were familiar. So I felt very comfortable and ended up pulling it off, got a standing ovation lots of tears in the room. And I felt like I conquered one of my, oh, I conquered my biggest fear. And it was also the pinnacle of my professional career. Yes, it really was. It was such a moment. And it was such a testament to, like you said, you know, you tackled something, your biggest fear. So that's a great takeaway. And then mm -hmm. it's also about the sweet spot for all of us with, when it comes to success is getting out of your comfort zone, right? And your yes. comfort zone was definitely not getting up on stage and talking to 4,000 people. I mean, that's not really, that's not really a, a good thing for any of us. So I love all those takeaways and just how important that is to think about. So let's talk a little bit about your life now. So I know you said like some days you take Donna, your cute dog. Sometimes you take Donna to the dog park. But like just tell us, your life has basically changed forever, right? You just, mm -hmm. you've been given a life-changing opportunity <laughs> So what's it like now for you? You're your own boss. You get to pick up the kids from school, take them to school, the twins. You get to yeah. take a vacation when you want. You get to be mm -hmm. your own boss. I mean, so what is it like for you? I know you said sometimes you want to pinch yourself, but what is it like for you? Just so different from the cubicle, I guess, right? <laughs> yes. I'll give you the real, real. The first few months, the first couple months were not pretty. Um, having worked in corporate America for 20 years, I'm used to a very structured environment. I'm used to work hours and my to-do list for work. And then I would go home and I'd have my to-do list for everything family and home related. And when you transition and you start working from home, even though I have a, an office and a desk in a special area, um, everything gets mixed together and it's very messy. And I can pretty much work whenever I want to. And I was, I was really feeling a lot of pressure, like, holy cow, I quit my job. Now I really need to make this work. And so I found myself working all the time, no boundaries. And I was burning myself out those first couple few months. And um, I really needed to take a step back and realize, okay, I don't need to go this hard. I've built this business. I want to grow it but it's not going to fall apart. I need to um, make sure that I'm healthy mentally and physically and, and give my family the time that I've been promising them for so many months and, and really take another look at this. So once Leadership Summit was done, um, then I kind of changed and, and was really able to set work hours and spend more time with my family. And I mean, it's been wonderful. We've gone on spring break. We've gone on... Uh, our vacation this summer together was 10 days. Oh, wow. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't yeah. have ever been able to do that before. 
um, yeah, I'm the one bringing them to their practices after school. I greet them when they get home. I make dinner. I'm, you know, it's just, I kind of just do what I want when I want. No one's asking me for paperwork or forms or I don't know. It's oh, so it's so nice. Explain. Yeah. But it's so nice, right? It's, it's like so freedom. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Well, I do and love that tip though. Some days I don't. Right. And yeah. That's, that's awesome. okay. Yeah. You don't have to shower. Who needs a shower? Some days we stay in our yoga pants, right? Yeah. But I do love that takeaway about boundaries just for anyone that is working for them, you know, having mm-hmm. their own business. Boundaries are so important. And I think you and I both are learning, learning about that as we go. Mm-hmm. And it's super important. So speaking Absolutely. of beauty counter, I wanted to ask you what is just for everyone that's listening. I love to ask the beauty counter, uh, clean beauty bosses that we, that we talk to, what's your must have product from beauty counter that you can't live without? Like if someone said you're going to be stuck on a deserted Island, what would be the one product that you'd say, please bring me this. If I can only pick one, I would definitely pick my number one face oil. That's the brightening face oil. It's got vitamin C. It smells like oranges. And it just gives my skin that deep level of moisture without it being greasy. I love that face oil. But I've got a couple others. Oh, oh, okay. I bet you're going to say sunscreen, right, Aisha? (laughs) <laughs> well, I love, absolutely. Yeah. I can't live without the sunscreen, but, um, I also love the overnight resurfacing peel yep. and the glow, the, um, sugar scrub. Oh yes. I, in your shower. Love that. Yes. 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 I think that that is like, um, kind of w- what is it called when it, it's not very known to people? Oh, it's like a little <laughs> hidden. It's like a little hidden secret. It's like, yes, yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. But now, yes, now we're awesome. sharing it and Goop shared it. Remember when it was, it was featured in Goop. So I think oh, yeah, that also, that also helped get the word out about that. So, okay. We're going to stay on the topic of clean and safe products with this one, but is there another, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, the shower curtain, you know, getting rid of the vinyl shower curtain and stuff like that. But is there another clean, safe brand that you use in your house? I know you were talking about how you've cleaned up your house. So is there another brand that you use in your house now that you can share with everyone who's listening? I've always been a huge fan of Norwex. So I love the Enviro cloths. I mean, if you can clean your whole kitchen with just a spray bottle of water, how amazing is that? It is amazing. So, so yeah, Norwax for anyone that doesn't for isn't familiar, it's household cleaning products for the most part. Those those are it's a really good brand. Yeah, I like Norwax too. That's a good one. Really good brand. And then I have one more that's a new one that I just discovered. I don't I'm sure many of you have seen the social media ads. They're doing a lot of social media advertising right now, but it's called Force of Nature. Oh. I haven't and seen this. This is good. It's a, multi-purpose cleaner and it uses electricity to convert salt water and vinegar into a powerful cleaner like that the electricity does something uh you know chemistry wise to convert that salt water and vinegar into an even more powerful safe non-toxic cleaner oh i love that Okay. So sometimes I mostly use Norwex, but sometimes you need an actual like tougher cleaner. Yeah, sometimes like if, you if, do. Yeah. yeah. Especially if with my, the kids and with the dog, with Donna. Yeah, Donna. <laughs> yes. So that's that's a new one that I'm loving. Okay, I like that one. That's really good. So I know that you love um, Instagram too, like I do. So we're yes. starting a brand new feature here on the Good News Podcast. And you're you're the first one to be starting this feature with me. So we're going to be doing, uh, featuring our favorite Instagrammers that are out there. Since I always say on the podcast that the gram is my jam 
because right now that's <laughs> Instagram is my social media channel of choice. Who is one of your favorite Instagrammers these days? So we can all follow them as well. Well, okay. So mine is going to be a little detour because, uh, it wouldn't be like a blogger or anyone like that. There are so many great Instagrammers, but I'm a huge music fan. And, you know, I use Instagram. One of the things I love most about Instagram is just the beauty of it. When you're scrolling through, just looking at beautiful pictures, it puts you in a good mental space and in a good mood. And no Instagram feed does that more for me than Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yes. I love that, Aisha. I Lenny. love Love me some Lenny Kravitz. All right. I'm going to go on right now and follow him. I love that. Yeah. He's got some beautiful pictures. Okay. That's such a good one. Oh my gosh. You totally threw me on that one. I had no idea what you were going to pick. I love that. That's so good. And for everyone that's listening, in addition to following Lenny Kravitz, um, Aisha, give us your Instagram handle too, on, um, so everyone can follow you as well. Thank you. Um, mine is called the Safe Beauty Isle. And yes. I do try hard to not just focus on beauty counter. There are other um, safe beauty tips as well. And I try to personalize it with some stuff with my daughter, Ava, who loves to be a part of my business. So, and another good one to follow is my husband's. His band just started an Instagram. They're called The Guffs. G-U-F-S. And it's The Guffs Music. Okay. The Guffs Music. G-U-F-S. Yes. Okay. And one Cute little toys. one little shout out on uh, the Safe Beauty Isle, um, and just one little request, Aisha, if you can do some more with Donna, your dog, on the Safe Beauty oh. Isle, <laughs> more Donna, please, more Donna. Yeah, so I have so I have another one to share then. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, because you have your own Instagram handle for Donna, right? Yeah, well, mine is just a dolly, but I I was um, putting Donna in my personal Instagram so often that my friend said she needs her own feed and it needs to be public. <laughs> So Donna's got her own public feed that anyone can follow. And it's called a dog called Donna. A dog called Donna. Okay. It's awesome. (laughs) It's hilarious. You guys, everyone go on Instagram and follow that, follow Donna because you will crack up the way we are right now. Cause you just, you got to love Donna. We just love Donna, right? (laughs) Yeah. So Aisha and I, I always, I always like to end with a challenge. Aisha knows this about me through beauty counter trainings, but I always like to end things with a challenge. So each week I do a challenge here on the podcast to help us all get better together. So the challenge is to take a piece of Aisha's advice, take a piece of her story as motivation, as inspiration that you might be looking for right now. Maybe you're inspired to change things up, make some changes in your life, try to make some things better. And if you just Maybe you want to just take the challenge to go get your skin checked. That's a good part of the challenge, too, because Aisha and I are both here to say that that is super, super important. And I'm sure you were moved by hearing that from Aisha herself. Get to the dermatologist. And you'll get extra credit if you do that part of the challenge, too. So, Aisha, thank you so much for being here. This was so fun. So fun. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored and I just adore you. Oh, well, you're the best. Well, I love you. I respect you. I admire you. And I'm just so proud to not only be your friend, but to work side by side with you on this incredible mission with Beauty Counter. Thank you for inspiring all of us on the podcast today. You're the best. Thank you so much, Nina. Have an awesome day. You too. Thank you all for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you. I know that I would never be here without all of you supporting me and inspiring me to be a kinder, better person every single day. 
Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can always find me right here on iTunes. Please be sure to subscribe and rate and review my podcast too. I love connecting with you guys. Remember, the mission of this Good News podcast is to get better together as a community right here in the audio space. For now, I am your host, Nina Clark. So happy to be here with all of you. You can find me across all social media platforms as Nina B. Remember, the B is for Bradley, and Clark has an E at the end. Please, as Aisha and I were saying, follow me on Instagram, because as you know, the gram is my jam. So let's connect there, too. Thank you again for listening, and let's keep being awesome. Awesome.